Mars, and I am seven years old. And why is Jesus better than anything else? Because he can heal people and he's powerful. Being a kid isn't easy. You know you're supposed to be good, and sometimes you feel like you're doing a great job. But then the next minute, you do something wrong again. That's why we need Jesus and to remember the good news of the gospel every day. Not just the part about when Jesus came to earth, but God's rescue plan from before he even created the world and the hope of living with him forever so that we can see through every story in the Bible why Jesus is better than anything else and why he wants you to join him. Hey guys, welcome to another episode on the Jesus is Better podcast. I had one of my listeners recently ask what my middle name is, so today I'll introduce myself as Alicia Ruth Yoder. Last week, we talked about the ways God taught the Israelites to live as part of his family and how the sacrifices would be the way they would deal with their sins and uncleanness. And we talked about how much better it is for us since Jesus came as the perfect sacrifice for our sins and that now we can go to him for help and talk with him whenever we want to. God also wanted to be a father to the Israelites, but some of them didn't want to be a part of his family. There was a man whose mom was an Israelite and dad was an Egyptian, and he started fighting with another Israelite. While they were fighting, the man cursed God's holy name. God told Moses that if anyone curses God's holy name, whether they were an Israelite or someone who joined the Israelites, they had to be put to death. Also, if someone killed someone else, the murderer had to be put to death. God told the Israelites that if they walked in the way he taught them through his commands, they would have blessings rain to grow food, peace, lots of children, and freedom from enemies and beasts. And the best blessing was that God would live among them and they would be his people so that they could stand tall in God's strength. But if they chose not to follow God's ways, breaking their covenant with him and worshiping idols, then God would discipline them. They would live in panic, fear, hunger, and sickness. Enemies would eat their crops and fight them so that they wouldn't keep living in pride or thinking that they could do life on their own. Beasts would come, and there wouldn't be many children, and they would be taken away to enemy lands. But then God said, If you confess your sin and the sin of your fathers, and if you humble yourselves, then I will remember my covenant with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. I will rescue you once more. God taught Moses a special blessing that Aaron and his sons could say over the Israelites. He would say, The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face toward you and give you peace. The Israelites all had to work together to follow God's good commands and receive his forgiveness when they sinned. 
One group of Israelites who were supposed to help the priests in the tabernacle tasks were called the Levites. They were also supposed to be guards to guard the holy pieces in the tabernacle, the priests as they did their work, and also guard the people as they brought their sacrifices to the tabernacle. God told Moses to count them, all the men a month old or older. And when they did, there were 22,000 of them. God said to Moses, cleanse the Levites, sprinkle them with the water of purification, make them shave and wash their clothes and bodies. Then have them all stand in a group outside the tabernacle with the rest of the Israelites standing around them and putting their hands on the Levites. The Levites should put their hands on the bulls and Aaron will offer the Levites to me as a wave offering from the Israelites so that they can do the service for me. Then Aaron should sacrifice the bulls for the Levites' sin, and the Levites will be mine. Remember how back in Egypt I wanted you to give each firstborn animal as a sacrifice and each firstborn son for my service? I am choosing to use the Levites in place of all the firstborn sons as a gift to Aaron and his sons to help with these sacrifices for the people so that they can come near to me. So Moses and Aaron did exactly what God said, and the Levites started helping in the tabernacle. God told Moses, make sure the people keep the Passover on the 14th day of this month. So they did. But there were some men who had touched a dead body, so they couldn't celebrate the Passover with the rest of the Israelites because they were unclean. They said, Why can't we bring an offering to the Lord too? So Moses talked with God about it, and God said, If anyone is unclean during the Passover, he will celebrate the Passover the next month, eating the flatbread, and remembering how I rescued the Israelites from Egypt and passed over their firstborn sons. If a traveler who isn't an Israelite wants to celebrate the Passover with you, you have to let him. God also said to Moses, I want you to count each man in each family in all the Israelites, anyone 20 years or older, everyone old enough to be a soldier. God chose 12 men, one from each of the tribes of Israel, to help Moses with this job. When everyone was counted, the total was 603,550, over half a million men. But the Levites weren't counted with them because their main job was to take care of the tabernacle and carry it to wherever God led them. They also had to set it up at each new place and set up their own tents around it to guard anyone from going in who wasn't supposed to. So the Israelites obeyed God in what he asked them to do. God said to Moses and Aaron, Tell the people that they are supposed to camp on each side of the tabernacle, and when it's time for them to move on to the next place, each tribe should follow its own flag half of the tribes in front of the tabernacle and the other half behind it. Aaron was supposed to cover the Ark of the Covenant with the veil, and then one group of Levites was supposed to cover the rest of the holy pieces, 
the tab, the table, lampstand, altars, utensils, and all the other pieces with blue, red, and purple cloth. They were to put poles through the rings on the pieces to carry them on their shoulders so they wouldn't touch the holy things and die. Another group of Levites was to carry the tabernacle's curtains, coverings, and screens. And the third group was supposed to carry the bars, pillars, and bases for the tabernacle tent. The people who had an unclean disease or had touched something dead had to live outside the camp until they were clean again. And if a man or woman sinned, they had to confess their sins before the Lord and pay back anyone they wronged with more than was lost, as well as bring a ram to sacrifice before the Lord. If there wasn't anyone they could pay back, they could bring their money and give it to the priest. God also said to Moses, If a man or woman makes a special vow or promise to the Lord to be separate from the other Israelites, they will be called a Nazarite and shouldn't drink any wine or grape juice or cut their hair or touch any dead bodies. And when the time of their vow is over, they are to bring offerings to sacrifice to God. Then they will be free from their vow. From the day the tabernacle was set up, God's cloud of glory covered the tabernacle, and in the evening the cloud burned brightly like fire. Whenever the cloud was lifted up over the tabernacle, the people packed up and got ready to travel wherever God's cloud went, and when it stopped, they would set up the tabernacle and their own tents and camp until the cloud moved again. Sometimes the cloud was covering the tabernacle a few days, and sometimes just one day, and sometimes a month or longer. They followed wherever God's cloud led them. And next time, we'll find out where God's cloud led them when they traveled away from Mount Sinai and why they got mad at God. God is teaching the Israelites all about the way of life he has for them. But some of them don't want to honor him as the king in charge, like the Israelite man who cursed God. God wanted to bless them by giving them plenty of food and animals and children and live in safety among the other nations. He wanted to enjoy being like a dad to them and teach them all about the good jobs he had for them living as part of his family. He wanted to shine his face toward them and give them peace. He wanted to teach them all about how to offer sacrifices to deal with their sin and love each other. Anything they needed, God wanted to give them because they were his children and he loved them. But he also wanted wanted them to ask him for things instead of complain to Moses or get angry with each other. Now let's say that you got really sick of the jobs and homework your parents made you do, sick of being nice to your brother or sister, and sick of having to eat vegetables at the dinner table. What if you decided, I'm going to say goodbye to my parents and go find my own food to eat and a new place to live? I'll have to stay by myself because anyone else I stay with will make me follow rules too but at least I won't have to be kind and share with anyone. 
How long do you think you'd be happy taking care of yourself and deciding what to do when something went wrong? God never meant for the people he created to be alone. The Israelites had their own families, clans, tribes, and people with God as their leader. He puts us in families too and lets us be a part of a church family and gives us friends so that we will be constantly reminded that we are never alone. Sometimes we might feel alone, like if we're laying in bed with the door shut, but Jesus wants us to know that he never leaves us alone. We might not see a cloud of God's glory like the Israelites did, but because God's spirit is in us, we have something even better. When Jesus came to earth to be born as a tiny baby, He showed how much he wanted to be with us, how much he wants to love us. He died alone so that we can be forgiven and adopted as his sons and daughters. Whether we're with a bunch of people and still feel lonely or are actually by ourselves, Jesus makes sure we are never alone. And he doesn't just want to let us know that he's always with us. He also wants to do good things with us. He gave the Israelites and Levites special jobs to do as he led them closer to the promised land. And God has good works for us to do too as we let the cloud of his Holy Spirit tell our hearts what to do next, how to obey next, who to love next. Sometimes we might not be able to understand it, just like the Israelites probably wondered why the cloud stayed so long in one place or why it moved right away in other places. But as we get to know Jesus more, we can ask him what the next thing is and trust that he will show us. Let's pray. Jesus, we invite you to take us by the hand and lead us to what you have for us next. Will you help us to listen for you and trust that you love us more than anyone ever could? Thank you for coming to live with us. Amen. Okay, friends, thanks again for listening to the Jesus is Better podcast. Is there someone who you think would enjoy this podcast as much as you do? Why not tell them about it? They can search for the Jesus is Better podcast in iTunes or listen through my website, aliciayoder.com. See you next time.